Hello and welcome to the Gooners Podcast, Season 6, Episode, I don't even know, 44, I think. Live from, I know I know it doesn't look like it, but live from Highbury. Yes. Peter, I'm with Peter, who I've met tonight. Uh, met informally a couple days ago, but formally tonight. We've been, we've been talking about Arsenal. We've been talking about a lot of other stuff that we're not going to get into on the podcast tonight, but wonderful, wonderful guy. Peter, tell us a little bit first about who you are, um, about your your connection to the club, because Peter is, uh, besides being a good guy, he also happens to work for this business that 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 we're connected to in some way called Arsenal Football Club. Yeah, so um, I'm the PA announcer at Arsenal Football Club at Emirates Stadium. Um, I'm also the DJ, so you can blame me for... Sweet Caroline's, the WWE music, the, the, the lot. We're, we're not blaming you. For, uh, Sweet Caroline, we're, we'll talk about that. Yeah. The WWE music, we're not blaming you for. We are lauding you for that. Um, but, uh, but so, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some questions, some, some, uh, you know, and, and before you ask, please just don't say play this song on Monday night for me. Cause I've already, I've already locked that in. I've already, I've already told him it's going to be the Gooners podcast theme followed by another one bites the dust followed by a song that i wrote when i was eight years old that 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 i didn't get uh i didn't get published it's called broken love and i and and i'll, I'll release it soon but uh, but that's going to be going on after the palace win right you may or may not get a release of that song we, we'll see we'll see well <laughs> all right well this podcast is over <laughs> So, all right. So, the question, the the first question, of course, and you know, we've spoken off air about this, but let's let's talk about how does one obtain employment at the Arsenal, being a supporter. So, not necessarily like how did it start for you, but you've mentioned to me you you you're a supporter, you're a gooner. Yeah. You've been a gooner since you were yay high, and 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 we're like fifteen feet off the ground, so this is <laughs> this is actually higher than it looks, but. So, so how does that come to be where, where you actually, like, do you apply for the job? Are you, are you picked? Are you, do you, does Sven Mislintat have to find you in Southeast Europe somewhere? Like, like, like how does that happen? Yeah, Steve Rowley found me. So uh, he, he brought me in. No, honestly, you know, there's a, there's a website, arsenaljobs.com, right? So they had like a few jobs on there and, and, you know, there was like a PA announcer role, which was like the assistant to the main announcer, the voice of Arsenal, the, the voice of God, if you will. And it was to be his assistant. And that's how I kind of got involved with the club. I also worked part-time in the armory as well. So when we moved to Puma from Nike, um, I had also joined. <laughs> that's that's for the Puma pronunciation. <laughs> P- oh. Peter's, a, P- Peter's new to, to the Gooners podcast. And, and we, we ring the bell anytime someone says something that's like exclusively British. Like, like you know, something you wouldn't hear in 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 the states necessarily. Uh, so yeah, Puma gets that. Sorry, we could be here all day. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I mean, look, I mean, it, it, <laughs> we're we're going to be at sixes and sevens later in the podcast. Oh, so, dear, oh, but um, yeah, so I, I I joined that as a as the assistant to the main announcer, Paul Burrell, the voice of God, the main announcer who was there for like you know thirty odd years, and um, from there you, I kind of got to know people at the club and then ended up doing other roles. So I do, you know, other administrative roles as well. But my main thing is the announcer role, the music, the Arsenal DJ, if you will. Um, and that's how I got involved. And 
Yeah, that's that, you know my 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 connection to Arsenal grew from like ninety seven, ninety eight. You know, Dennis Bergkamp, I met him and I was in love. And you know, that, that was the end of that. Thanks to my dad. And after after the marriage didn't work out, then you know he left the club, but you joined the club. I joined the club after that. I couldn't I couldn't ignore it. You know, we won the double that season. So where else was I going to go? What, That's Man, right. Man United. Now we know. Yeah. Now we know why. James Johnstone in the chat saying, "Is this the legend who plays the wrestling themes at halftime? If so, much love. Thank you for combining my love of Arsenal and wrestling." One James. Of, hey, go on. Go on. It, yeah. Well, yes, it is the man, and so let him bask. Oh, James. I'm the biggest mark you will ever meet in your life. Believe me. Yeah, I'm bigger than you, my friend. But um, yeah, I, I happen to be the the guy that, that plays all kinds of wrestling music, all kinds of music at the Arsenal. Now, I happen to know that the there we have uh, this is an open mic. This was a very late kind of put together podcast. We were we were hanging out at the Arsenal Tavern. The two of us, Elliot from uh, from uh, Arsenal Vision, who is incredibly uh, jet lagged. Otherwise, he would have joined us uh, this evening. Um, that and he he you know publicly refuses to associate with me, but like <laughs> privately we're we're you know, yeah. but but like so I forgot where I was going with that. Um, but we do have someone. Oh, we made it an open mic chat, so we will be bringing on uh, Colin pretty soon. And if anyone else wants to join, please go to gooneropenmic.com. Want to ask your questions? I happen to know Colin is a massive professional wrestling supporter supporter because i'm just so conditioned to not say fan because that you know because then i'm a yank he's a professional wrestling supporter um james the 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 uh it's open to you as well david ziegler's been on the podcast wearing a lucha mask so they're unlike what andy would like andy the founder of the gooners podcast my my podcast wife the guy who we almost never see anymore he likes to call people who like the intersection between Arsenal and professional wrestling. He prefers to use the word virgin to describe those people. Now, I have two children. They were immaculately conceived because apparently I enjoy the wrestling, uh, a little bit of the wrestling. So, so yeah, we will get into that. I'm sure Colin will, will have some questions on that. But, uh, but, but David is asking if you take donations to record stadium announcements of his name that he can use as a ringtone. We're going to lose this guy his job. Hmm. I don't say that celebratory. I'm just saying I know us. And by us, I mean me and, and all of you guys in chat. I know what we're going to do. And we're getting along really well right now. Yeah. And I worry that we're going to we're gonna fuck that well, up. Well, put it this way. Yeah. <laughs> David or David? Well, it's David when he says something smart. And it's David when he says something uh, stupid. Well, if he's, at, if he's at ever, you know, if he's ever at a game and he, you know, if he turns, turns up to a game, let me know that you're there. I'll give you a shout out at halftime. Make sure you record it. Do as you wish. Look, I mean, do as you wish. knowing people, yeah, we're legacy fans of professional wrestling. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for Bisman Man to just give me that call. I'm just waiting for him. That's all I'm waiting. Well, last night on my way into Wembley, for for uh, for the England game, I ran into somebody who, you know, somehow picked up on the fact that I'm a yank. I don't know how it came across. I don't know really what happened. I was wearing shorts and a and a, an American you know flag shirt, but I, other than that, no. Um, and and he says something about professional wrestling, and so I ask him, WWE or AEW. And he literally pulls up his shirt, and I'm thinking I'm about to see a grown man nude, which, you know, 
as you do in when sure. you come to London. Yeah, yeah. And and instead he has an AEW shirt on. So I think no better time then to bring in our uh, our our first and possibly our only open mic guest. Get in there, gooneropenmic.com, because I'm going to need to get this guy off the podcast pretty soon. Colin, oh, who I love, by the way. They got quite a... Colin, uh, I've finally got my working because I've got my tripod now. It's not on my crappy foot. Like, oh, you, you're moving up in the world then, man. Well, no, not, not really. It's just I can be asked to get a tripod off of Amazon for a quick for a hey, quick work and stuff. So let yeah. me take a, Let me take a second. In all seriousness, man, um, I watched the, the content you put out in the wake of, of Chig's passing, mm. um, and and I know how and I know how close you were to Chris, and and and, yeah. and I just want to say that I, I feel for you, man. You know, I miss him, and I'm shocked at what happened, and I know that my relationship with him, while private and and one on one. Uh, I know that mm-hmm. that I wasn't the closest person to him, and and you and and Lee, and 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 um, and and Kenny and everyone else that knew him, you know, much much better than I did. I, I I'm just mm-hmm. devastated by the whole thing, man. And I just wanted you know, to, to give my love to you personally because I know that you you spent a, you had a lot of time for him, and he had a lot of time for you. The thing about that, Mike, yeah, that. There's things that knock me on my ass. Granted, there's not many of them, but that definitely did. And I, I mentioned it in my video that I did on it. It was at first it was anger, more down to shock, and then it was more like the emotional breakdown. But those are the st- those are the stages, my friend. Those like, are the, literally, those are the stages. <laughs> The thing about it is, right, I know we've had our disagreements over the years. I'm aware of that. But here's the thing, right? And this is what people won't understand partly. Friends fight. That's it. Like, that's it. But, yeah, it's not. No, I I, I don't, I don't want to get too far down the, the, the negative side of And by negative, I mean sad. It sucks, um, though, because, like, I've known him since 2016, and just knowing that he's not here anymore really is a kick in the balls. And like, there were back in like, you'll know this, Mike, but back in the day, me, Chig, and Tops used to do regular podcasts with each other. Like that was the. I'm not a shit. I'm not. Look, all right, I'm very proud to kind of have that is part of my memory as an Arsenal fan now because we essentially, and I, I don't, I don't feel I'm being like too like big headed in saying this, but the three of us created a niche product separate from Arsenal fan TV in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. And while it wasn't everyone's cup of tea, we all benefited from it. Chick benefited from it. Tops did as well when he was doing his thing. And so did I. So really, we all benefited from that. And we created this community where it's not all insult. It's not insults or anything like that. It was just one of those where we could get our own opinion out there. We may not agree all the time, but at the same time, when you look at it, you go, yeah, yeah. 
I'll I'll still remember that. Yeah. But to tell you the absolute truth, bro, I don't even want to talk about that now because yeah. that's that's why I wasn't doing as much content last week because I was in the pits, man. Well, and I and I didn't want to bring that back on your head again. I just wanted to tell you that that my thoughts are with you for someone that was as close to him and and let you know that we, uh, you know, I think we can learn a lot from how Chris lived his life because he he was friends to everybody. He was friends with people who, as you well know, do not like each other. No. Uh, but he was able to he was able to compartmentalize that in a way that 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 like made you feel like you know what. You don't have to. You, he doesn't have to like everyone that he likes, but no. you know he'll 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 still maintain a relationship. And 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 you were one that had a very close relationship. So again, I don't want to dwell on things that make us sad, but I just want to let you know that my thoughts are with you on that. So uh, yeah. so let's talk about. I, I, I appreciate that, man. I, I I really do. I really do. But on to the actual questions that we're actually here for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now yeah, we got we got Peter with us, so so, now, uh, so Peter, I have I have a little bone to pick with you first and foremost, right? It's not a bad one, it's not a bad one. But where is all about the boom Adam Cole's theme music? Where's that? Where's that? Come on, there's only one game a week now. We're not in Europe anymore. We can't you can't get through the whole fucking Rolodex. No, no, you cannot seriously. Have a game at the Emirates, and well, actually not. To be to be fair, this this team doesn't even justify that that song. That's for actual good teams. So I don't know why I'm even doing it. They should be playing Jungle Boys music. Oh, Colin, seriously. Do you know what, Mike? Yeah, that'd actually be fitting. Like Jesus. That might not be a beginning of the second half song. That might be the before the game song. And, and you know, again, we got to here's, here's the game where you could have used it. Just hypothetical here. Tottenham at home. What did I use against Tottenham at home? I can't how, remember. How big, of, how big of a fanboy of, of Peter's are you, Colin? How did, I you, can't remember. What did I use? Listen, the commenters get commenting. Because yeah, I don't remember that, what it was. Um, well, I was, at a, I was at a pub where it was loud, so I wasn't able to. I, that's my excuse for it. I was doing a fundraiser, so I you know, would have known, but I, you know. Colin, what's your favorite um, era of wrestling? Oh, tough one, tough one. I mean, I like it. It has to have been the attitude era. No, actually, believe it or not, it's not. Hmm. It's not. Now, I love that era of wrestling, but it's not my go-to. My go-to is... No, no, no. My go-to is the beginning of the Ruthless Aggression era. That's a good era. That's a good era. Right, and I'm I'm not talking I'm not talking the raw side of it because raw was basically just Triple H burying everybody. <laughs> my go-to is the SmackDown Six. If you my know, fellow podcasters would absolutely hate the fact that we're doing this right now, but but I don't give a fuck because they're not here. So hey, Peter's here. Let's have a go with it. Like, come on. You know what, Colin? I played the WrestleMania 2000, the Run DMC 
Degeneration X. After the, by the way, by the way, after the first half we had, after the first half we had, I could do nothing else. I could yeah. do nothing else. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Don't worry, Adam Cole. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Coming. We had two words for Tottenham that weekend. Okay. We yeah. had two words. I'll leave you. I'll leave you to figure out what those words were. I know what those words are, and you know what? I agree with that sentiment wholeheartedly. Suck it. And, and, and that's it, you know? And that's why I hadn't played it then. That's the only reason. Yeah. That's the only reason. But don't worry, Colin. I got, I got you. I got yeah. you. Don't worry. This day Bruv, I was watching that live, bruv. Legit. Like, my... So, like, so, okay. I can't, so, I can't so, even so, know... So I which dodgy stream did you watch that on? <laughs> <laughs> Here's well, actually, I watched it on IPTV, so it's like you cool. didn't. Yeah, you didn't pay the sixty, the 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 fifty quid to watch that. I'm sure, bro. I pay fifty quid a year for IPTV to get everything. So yeah, All right, right. Fair enough. When I watched that, when I watched that show, right, I, I kind of figured that they would bring out Brian, like. Towards oh, the, gosh, going off the main event, right? I kind of figured that. Yeah, I had no idea Adam Cole was showing up. No clue. Oh. Yeah, I and didn't part of part me, they saved. They saved the the was it? They put Punk's like first match in seven years on at semi main because of that. So. Well, he there is the small Maybe that's the genius of Tony Khan. You should no, you, you don't need to wait for a Vince phone call, bruv. You need to get Tony Khan on the fucking phone, bruv. Yeah. Forget forget Vince. Get Tony on the phone. As painful as this is for me, I have to steer the train <laughs> back onto the tracks. As much as I would love you to just starting it, you mock. I, I know I did. I know I did. And and we're gonna do like like look if 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 my if my fellow podcasters keep ghosting me like this because they have kids and work and all that kind of shit. Um, this is just gonna become a wrestling podcast. So that's oh, that's God. I'm throwing the gauntlet out there. But let's let's bring it back to Arsenal. We got we have Peter here who's 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 got. I mean. Do you look at it as is it a dream come true or or is it because we know that the games are they used to be four hours a week now it's two hours a week mm. um, <laughs> but like there's a hundred there's like another fifty hours a week or forty hours a week of work that, that that's done so what else like 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 where what is your day to day like because obviously it's not just trying out new wrestling theme songs as much as Colin would like for that to be the case now, to be fair. In terms of prepping for match days and things like that, you know, I, I will, for example, we've got Palace on Monday. I'll watch Palace's last maybe three games, learn how the commentators pronounce their name of, of, of each player, because you want to make sure that you get their name announced right. You want to make sure, even though it might say one name on the shirt, it doesn't necessarily mean that's what they're announced as or that's what the commentators use. So sometimes I just do a bit of homework and, have a research on what the players like to be called as well because you know when we had for example alexis at the club you know he as much as it said alexis on his name people announced him as alexis sanchez he preferred alexis it, you know little things like that you know sambi laconga he's just got sambi on his name yet his full name is albert sambi double barrel laconga but you know just little things like that it's a little bit of homework which i hope makes the players feel a bit more like 
they've got my name right. Do, do you know who Derek Ray is? No. Derek Ray, the commentator, uh, uh, he's an epic. Uh, I mean, he, he mostly is on the Bundesliga coverage now for okay. ESPN, but okay. but he's a. Uh, I mean, he's uh, Scottish. Um, he's done international football. He's done Premier League. He still does Premier League for Amazon, and we've had him on the podcast. In fact, he was on Arsenal Soup on Lee Judges TV. Um, and um, and I'm big up Dan Potts, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Big up everyone. Um, Small up to me, but uh, so it's the magic mic, okay? So, so his thing, yeah, is making sure that, and we've talked about this on the podcast twice now, pronouncing a guy's name right is not just a thing that you do to be nice, it, it is like the responsible and respectful thing to do. And, 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 and he, I mean, he's pronouncing some very complex names and you know, German names, Portuguese names. And when we signed Martin Odegaard, he he just went out and sent me this. So uh, we've played it on the podcast before, but this, this is Derek. Sometimes it's easier just to say the name and it's Martin Erdegaard. 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 Now he didn't just repeat it like that. I actually looped that back and, you know, back together. So that, but, sure. but, but he, he knows. And, and so along those lines, when we, when we spoke to him about a week or two ago on Arsenal soup, we um, we asked him because, you know, my favorite new Arsenal signing who has been uh, asked about by Daniel Robert is Nuno Tavaj. Now, this could get sexy. Well. Because, you know, you know the only thing better than one Vaj is two Vaj. <laughs> so so let, let's not, you know, let, let's hold ourselves back a little bit as I, you know, but so, so. Like, have you had to actually study the, the the pronunciation? And I mean, you, as opposed to Derek Ray, who would talk to Portuguese people about it, you've probably talked to Nuno about it, right? Not quite. Okay. In some cases, I might speak to, you know, depending on what occasion it is, I might speak to a player. I might be fortunate enough to speak to a player. But, you know, Nuno Tavaj is somebody where, in Portugal, that's how they would pronounce him. Tavares, however, is the name that most people in the UK would associate him with. So it's a, he's not necessarily. And some people probably would not Tavares. mind that, like, like like Bruno Fernandez. Yeah. We all know that like those who are close to him say Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, exactly. and, and and frankly, Derek Derek is the one who taught me that. And if you are a FIFA player on on EA Sports, yeah. you'll hear him say Bruno Fernandes because he believes that that is. He'd, ra he'd rather be, and, and this is words out of his mouth, he'd rather be wrong, he'd, be, he'd rather be criticized for saying it in the way that they want to say it that's not popular mm -hmm. than disrespectful by saying Bruno Fernandez. Yeah. And and mind you, he's not calling all the other announcers who call him Bruno Fernandez disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a personal thing. So, big so. Up, uh, big up to, you know, Alan Keegan, who's the Manchester United announcer. And. You know, he says Fernandez because Fernandez actually likes the fact that there's an English version to this. And and that's the thing. Like, yeah. like he wouldn't say that if he knew it bothered Bruno. If it bothered Bruno, Bruno would have that conversation. Right, right. Or tell his whoever he needs to tell to say whoever that guy is or woman is that's saying that name, get him to stop. So, yeah. yeah. So, so is there is there a community of... Like, like, are you now in a community of 20, like, 
Like, like you've just mentioned the Manchester United. Like, like is there like a WhatsApp group? Well, no, there's not a WhatsApp group. <laughs> However, I've tried to get in contact with everybody. It's just a case of they're looking at me like, who's this kid? I like, well, but I mean, like, like is the Burnley guy like, like, like we're not going to be I'm, here that long anyway, I'm so I don't to need to get them, to know this I'm guy. I'm trying to hunt them down. I'm trying to hunt them down. Like, I follow Anne, Alan Keegan, and he doesn't follow me. I followed Emma Saunders. She does Watford, for example. Doesn't follow me back. But I don't know whether that's because their, their, their fan bases are. I'm going to Watford on Saturday, and I'm going to, when she says something, I'm going to shout back. Yeah. Follow. Peter. Yeah. DJ well, Solanke. She'll be like, well, who's that? You know. I'll, ma- I'll, I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. Look, it's, it's weird because if you see my Twitter account, you know, people don't believe it's the case. It's like it's somebody, some some other Arsenal fan that just is pretending to be the Arsenal DJ. It's well, like, frankly, when you showed up at the pub tonight, I would, you know, Elliot and I had a bet that, you know, 50 50, like, would you actually be the person or were you just, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, Ellen, your, your, your public persona and profile is, is fairly low key. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe that's by design. Maybe that's by you know the fact that like not everything has to do with how many people follow you on Twitter. Sure. But like you know, it it I was like you know is this I, I I obviously believed you, but I'm but you know the more we talked about it, yeah. I, I mean, I could still be wrong, but <laughs> we'll find out Monday. But I've let this guy into my apartment, so I think you know we're yeah. I'm either you know no, um, <laughs> but. Uh, so, so it's not a community then. It's not like this tight knit thing of, oh, hey, I have the same job with another club. It's not the goalkeepers you did just yet. It's not but the top. That's, that's the eight. And there's not like a top six. And like, 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 because I understand why Burnley and and uh, and Newcastle wouldn't be getting back to you, but well, Newcastle, Newcastle, nah. Hello. Colin, Colin, any uh, any other questions for for Peter while while we have you on, and and, and anyone else that wants to chime in, is is it. This is a very late-breaking open mic pod, so if you want to come on, James, I'm looking at you. Daniel, I'm looking at you. David, uh, if you're back from if you're back from your trip and in the states, get on. Let's talk to let's talk to Peter. Uh, keep me company because I'm all alone here. Once Peter leaves, uh, but uh, GoonerOpenMic.com gets you back gets you into the uh, into the backstage and we'll bring you on. So, so Colin, anything else you want to? Uh, Want to bring up? I mean, we haven't even talked about the state of Arsenal at, at the no. moment. No, you probably I mean, don't want to. Well, uh, okay, but two, two part question here, right? <laughs> now, part of it's from a fan's perspective, obviously, but also part of it is from a well general club perspective, right? From the fans' perspective. What's your Twitter like? Because I would imagine that you do that you would get trolled at some stage because everyone does. Like, are people like more? Do they troll you because it's like because you're associated with Arsenal more, or is it less? Colin, to be fair, like 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 you know, Mike was mentioning earlier, no one actually knows that I am associated with Arsenal. Mm. They just think I'm just a generic. Guy on Twitter, literally. <laughs> so, so sometimes you know, you know, some music gets played, and they'll be like, "What the heck's going on here?" But they don't necessarily at me. Um, yeah, look, I'm nobody, Colin. Believe me, I'm just literally here. You know, no, now, now you've been on the Gooners podcast, so you can't say that anymore. The old, now the you're nobody. You're, you're nobody plus now. <laughs> You, you're not quite somebody, but you're nobody plus now that you've been. The only reason I asked that, mate, right, is because like it ha- it happens, like because in the in the general scheme of things, right, 
I'm nobody as well. Mm. Right? Well, we know that. Like, yeah, we're, we're, I don't really... But again, I don't pay too much attention to it. However, you these things do happen. Like, and I'm just like kind of curious if it's more because it's like because you're associated with the club because you know you know what it is like Arsenal get battered off daily on social media it's embarrassing but from a club perspective like when when you're in and around the stadium like before like a game and whatnot because I'm I can imagine with a game it's like madness but What's the overall like atmosphere like like during the game day and whatnot? Do you know what? The, the, it's a football club, you know, and everything is geared to that match day. And so once it hits nine a.m. on game day, everybody is like buzzing. They're pumped. Everyone's getting their job done, you know, to get the game going ahead. Because at the end of the day, as a as a staff member, what you care about is making sure the game happens. You know, the fan walks in and they're, they're making sure that there's three points on the board. For us, it's a case of let's make sure we can facilitate that three points can happen in the first place. You know, so it's a different it's a different kind of buzz. But for me, being a fan and a staff member, I get the best of both worlds. I get mm-hmm. both buzzes. I get a buzz where I walk into the stadium and I'm, and I'm, I'm feeling it before a soul has walked into the ground. And then when people start flooding in, then I'm like, okay, here we go. Here's what we're here for. You know, do, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. And, and I go to a lot of away games, by the way. So I turn up, I, I still feel the same thing. When, when, you, go, when you go to away game, do you bring like a microphone and like some, like, like, like one of those, <laughs> like one of those little amplifiers? You just you do your own thing? Like, like, no, do you know what? I go to a, an away game and I'm, I'm in two minds. Do you sit, do you sit in the, in the, in the seats with the away supporters? Yeah, mate. You would so we're going to Leicester then. We're going to go. I'm in Birmingham that weekend. I'll be up in Leicester at 5 30. Yeah. Don't you worry about oh, that. Oh, oh, oh. We'll, we'll, <laughs> be, have, we'll be grabbing some beers that day. Literally, um, you know, I, I will turn up there and I'm, you know, it's, it's every Arsenal chant you can think of, I'm, I'm knee deep in it. And then there's a part of me that sort of sits back and thinks, what's that announcer doing? What's that DJ doing there? You know, just little things that I can pick up. Because at the end of the day, I'm still learning. You know, I'm still, I, I can never think that I am the peak. And you know nobody can top me. No, no, no. The reason why I even sweet until Hello, any of those other people come on our podcast, though, you are <laughs> the, the reason why Sweet Caroline, for example, why it even became a thing. We beat Chelsea in 2017 at Wembley, right? Chelsea were the Premier League champions. Antonio Conte, Hazard, Diego Costa, Sesk, he who shall not be named, the lot, right? And we beat them that day. We played Sweet Caroline after the game. Not we, but as in the person at Wembley right. played that. And the crowd went mental. And I just took note. I said, okay, I'll keep that in mind. I'll bear that in mind. And then shout out to Brindle, if you know who that is. You know, he was like, did you hear that? And I said, <laughs> oh, I took note of it. Don't you worry. And we, we, you know, that's how Sweet Caroline became a thing. It's because the crowd took it first. Do you what I mean? Yeah, but things change very quickly in this world, though. I mean, yeah. Well, look, sixty thousand. I don't think most people look at that as being identified with the FA Cup win in two thousand seventeen anymore. True. They're just like, why does? I mean, we got uh, who who uh, who was asking? Uh, have you had a thank you letter from Neil Diamond for bringing him back? I mean, 
I mean, look, <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet Carolina's, you know, they, they've, they're big in Boston, you mm. know, for the Red Sox and stuff. Mm. So it's not like, it's not like it was pulled out of obscurity, but no. most people I've talked to are, are done. And it sounds like we're done. Listen, what I care about is what do you lot want to hear? That's my job. My job is if I know people are like that, because I played like rocking all over the world, right? Saka and Smith Rowe song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played that at halftime and the fans were going mental on that. I said, fine, no problem. I And going away from home, you hear what certain players are being sung to, what kind of songs they're being sung to. So you say, Do you know what, I'm going to put the original so that people can, can you know, sing sing the chant to it, basically. That's the whole point. You know, Lacazette song, um, even, you know, the one nil to the Arsenal. Sometimes I might, I might play Go West just so that the fans can have their have their time, have their fun. You know, just little things like that. That's, that's part of the homework when I go away from home. But ha- I'm a fan. Has anyone suggested... Uh... Radio Gaga for the for the Bukayo Saka. I yeah. I um I'm not saying I started it, but I'm not not saying I started. It. I didn't. I I recorded an incredible version of all we like like of the Bukayo Saka song on my deck on July 4th a couple of years ago. It, it ended up like falling over my my umbrella on my deck. I mean, it's it's so professionally done, and and from that point on, you know, it became a thing. So I think we got we have to. Uh, we have to incorporate that in, and and I wish I could play that. I just haven't uploaded it, but uh, but yeah, well, I'll, that, I'll see that, if I can that, find that it. That will be an homage to you on on Monday night. Yeah, yeah. What you know? What so, if that happens? Oh my does God. Magic Mike have connections or not? Just don't don't go for a beer yet at half time. Just stick around. That's the only time you can go for a beer, though. Okay, we'll come in earlier. No, I'll <laughs> I'll be the placky. <laughs> who leaves in the thirty-fifth minute so that I can be back in the seating bowl for halftime. There you go. Beers in my belly so that I can hear your your homage because yeah I don't want to miss that. Hey, look, I'm 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 in there for the duration. I'm yeah. in there for the duration. So we got um, we have have you seen won't back down at Florida Field, David Ziegler, University of Florida. Florida yeah. uh, my wife graduate of University of Florida as well. This I guy, know. by the way, knows more and has been to more American cities than I think I have. Shout out to my family, man. They're, they're all over the gap. We've got people in Tennessee, people in Maryland, people in D.C., people in Nebraska, people in Florida, people in Seattle. So, yeah, no, I, I do my fair share. I've, I've been around. I like, I like, I like well-traveled blokes, <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, learn about the world. I mean, when are we going to, uh, to, to Scotland to visit Colin? Oh, God. Where's <laughs> Colin? Uh, I live in Perth. Exact address, please. No, I'm not. No, Mike, I'm not giving you my exact address. No, Fuck he's, off. He's, not, he's not in Scotland. He's right in front of the Emirates Stadium. Can't you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mike, man. how many times do I have to tell you this? It's a green screen, bro. Jesus. Oh, shit. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, you, had me, you had me. Oh, God damn it, man. You, you had me. I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I'm pretty sure I didn't. Uh, Gazidis' office over there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that no, is. No, no. Printer over there. Couch over, over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're breaking kayfabe. Oh, my God. I don't care. <laughs> Bro, kayfabe five years ago. What are we talking about? 
I, I couldn't talk about wrestling in front of Elliot when we were at the pub, but but now after this after this thing goes off, we're gonna kayfabe will be broken. A lot of things will be broken. Uh, but, and and he's gonna go to work tomorrow. I don't. Bro, know. But seriously, if you chat to me, right, I break kayfabe on a daily basis, so it doesn't <laughs> matter to me. Like, come on, man, Jesus Christ! Brilliant. But especially in the digital age, man, nothing is kept a secret now. <laughs> nothing. Like, Seriously though, where, where in Scotland are you at? I'm actually in Perth, near near um, McDermott Park, where Saint Johnston play. Actually, which I haven't yeah, been yeah. to a game there. In, I haven't been to a game there in years. The last game I went to was probably 2015. Like you didn't, you didn't do the preseason Rangers Hibernian. You didn't do none of that. Well, no, because at, at the time I was in Aviemore for like a holiday and stuff. So, not naturally, if I if I would have gone or if you I missed some great I performances, <laughs> bro, I watched the highlights of those games. I'm glad you I didn't go. Bloody hell! You could have reached out and touched Tavash. Yeah, <laughs> you could have. Yeah, like I'm not you, right? I'm not a weirdo. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I do, unfortunately. Speaking of, speaking of weirdos, I've, I've just found it. Here's me falling down. Hold on. What? Boy, is that, is that a sparkle in your hands? Like. <laughs> I was very drunk at the moment. All right, now watch this. Watch, watch, me, watch me fall. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing some weird, like, gyrating thing. What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? It was July 4th, which is why the, uh, why the fireworks... The, the the sparkler it was july 4th you know as a yank i had to you know had to had to represent but um and then yeah i was doing some sort of gyrating motion and oh, i okay. stepped on like a plate or like like so, like my umbrella base and 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 yeah i mean i just think that you need to play that on the video screen hmm. no no can you, can you imagine can, can you imagine he does he doesn't just play radio gaga he plays the audio from that <laughs> after of me singing that, and and everyone's just standing there like how quick like like people would there would be a fire drill at that point. People would be like they running. They would tear out. their eyes out. They would tear their eyes out and rip their ears off. Yeah, no one wants to, no one wants to hear that shit. Yeah, and John John from Ireland saying I don't think we needed to be told you were drunk. Yeah, that that was probably sometimes I, I over explain I mansplain some things. And uh, yeah, <laughs> lovely some double goose. So um, yeah, Daniel's Daniel's amazed. He 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 fell for it. He fell for it. Yeah, um, you bro. I don't. Why do I have to explain that that's a green screen over there? Like, don't. Nah, come on. I thought you lot. In, I thought you lot in the chat were smart. Like you're letting me down here. Like Jesus! Don't make fun of Daniel. Daniel still thinks that Bird Leno is 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 an ostrich. Um, don't yeah, don't don't make fun of him. I mean, they, by you the way, we, we, my point. Like, come on. 
<laughs> That's th- this is this is Daniel Roberts' uh, view of, of of Arsenal right now. So don't, so don't call him stupid. I mean, I, the guy, the guy, you know, the guy's very smart. He loves. We did have a. Uh, it, by the way, this is cross promotion right now, which which us in the industry, we we we, we call cross promotion. Um, if you watch wa- Drop the Magic Mike on um, on the Highbury Squad, you will see Owen and I talking about our favorite Bird Lenos, our least favorite Tottenham uh, players of all time, and there's some that you wouldn't expect, and there's some that we miss that you would expect. Uh, we talked about our favorite goal celebrations. We He absolutely trolled me by telling me an explanation for what this, what the ladder <laughs> dance is all about. And he had me going for a while. So if you haven't watched it, go to the Highbury Squad. Watch, watch, watch. Um, drop the magic mic. Go to uh, Lee Judge's TV and watch Arsenal Soup. I'm, get, I'm getting out there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, this is my, this is my home. This is the podcast that I co-founded. But I'm, I'm doing some stuff. I'm getting out there. If you like it, cool. Of course, there's Gooners versus Cancer as well. Three more weeks, uh, less than three weeks now. There's two and a half weeks left. Gunners versus Cancer, raising money for the uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society. We're trying to get $25,000 raised this year. We're at 18 plus, and, uh, and we're going to need your help getting to 25000 So, Con, I'm going to need you to throw all your weight behind this. Get all of your uh, AEW and WWE supporters. Oh, my, oh my God. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm going to need you to, to take out a mortgage. Why are you putting all the weight on my shoulders, bro? Why? Like, what have I because done? I- because I've done a lot of work over the last few months. It's time for you to goddamn do your share. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you hear what happened to them? Oh, how nice, Mike. Yeah. Oh, oh. You know what? You know what? Someone today asked me, and you've just brought up, someone asked me today to talk about Danny Brooks. Danny Brooks? David. David Brooks. David Brooks. I, I did not hear this, yeah. but but yeah, I'm, gl- I'm, I'm actually glad you brought this up because someone asked me to give a shout-out to him. I mean, he uh, – I. I can't claim to to know who he was, but if he's a if he's a footballer for Bournemouth and yeah. he's got to be in his twenties and to be diagnosed with lymphoma, I'm here. Honestly, yeah, it's insane. I mean, you know, young young player as well, one of you know Wells's starlets at the minute, Bournemouth AFC Bournemouth player as well, and just to see that today on Sky Sports News that he's you know he's been diagnosed with that, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah, you know, I mean, blood blood cancers, lymphoma, uh, leukemia. There are other blood cancers. I mean, like they don't just affect old people; they affect adults. They affect children. I mean, some children very, very young. And yeah, you can outlive it. You you can survive from it. Thank God. But the Leukemia Lymphoma Society provides support to people and families in the midst of their of their their struggle, as well as working to find a, a cure so that it never happens again. So. Um, tomorrow night is the football content awards, um, which we were just really, really honored to be named as a finalist for, for the, for a football related charity. So Gooners versus cancer will be there in the form of me. Uh, you're supposed to wear a suit, but I'm wearing the Gooners versus cancer shirt under the suit. Uh, we probably won't win. It's a weird kind of process. I don't know, you know, but, but winning isn't the important thing. It's just brought, drawing attention to charity. And um, and and it's going to be an interesting evening. Uh, I'll be on with Elliot on Friday to talk about how it is because they're up for best podcast as well, which they should win. But uh, but thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, no, I just to it's, it's just constant, 
constantly in our face that people are dealing with this and our goal is to try to get rid of it. I want to, you know, just wish David Brooks speedy recovery um, to every Bournemouth and uh, Wales supporter as well. You know, everyone's prayers that are towards him, you know, mine, mine, mine are the same way. And, and also for the cause you're doing tomorrow, um, you know, I, I can only hope and pray that, you know, whatever you need sufficiently to, to look after that situation, I pray that, that, that it will come to pass. Now, Daniel, that, that's completely changed the subject. Daniel Robert wants you to to basically say Bird Leno. Now, Bird Leno came from uh, Owen, who's Irish. There are words and 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 things that he can't pronounce. He, he can't say burned like 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 if he was talking about somebody who like accidentally set themselves on fire, he would say, "Look at the bird." Look at the guy who burned himself, and I'm like, that—that's that, not funny. I mean, you know, the guy, no, the guy, on. the guy's in a lot of pain. Come stop, on. stop with that. But you can't, you can't say it. So, so he's been saying Bird Leno for two, you know, for for years, which is why we have all the different Bird Lenos. And, and yeah, and 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 Daniel is um, Daniel's Bird Leno's number one fan, and we always we will always give him uh, give him the time and space to talk about that. So, I was about to. Oh, you mentioned. You didn't mention, but Jack Wilshire. Sure. Uh, we talked at the pub earlier about Jack Wilshire and Colin. As long as long as no one else comes on GoonerOpenMike.com, and I'm opening that invitation. As long as no one else comes on, you're my co-host for the evening, my friend. Um, hey, it's a Wednesday night, bruv. You know, you got nothing better to do, right? <laughs> nah. See, this is what happens when you don't plan your shit, bruv. This is what happens. <laughs> well, that's, did I tell you about that? Did I tell you? Look, you know what? We don't plan our shit, and uh, and that's 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 you know we're a boutique podcast. But you still got some people here, you know. Yeah, All man. I care about is the eleven people in the chat right now, the one person on screen with us right now, and the guy that's next to me, and uh, and and we're doing content that you're not going to get everywhere else. Not so, even. so look, um, we talked a little bit about about Jack Wilshire, and and so he's involved with the club now. Now I've heard over the years that. Perez came back and trained with the club. David Beckham came and trained with the club, and his kid was involved in the academy. What's different about Jack Wilshire's current involvement in the club and those where the guy came back and he was a, he was an ever present? I mean, I I stood outside the you know the 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 entrance to the Emirates as part of Arsenal America, greeting the players as they came off the bus, and Beckham walks in. Yeah was involved in all that, but we never thought that Beckham was going to play for Arsenal. Sure. Is there a reason that we should think that Jack Wilshire might play for the Arsenal? I mean, what is he, 29? No, he's not too old to play for the Arsenal, but the question kick, is, is yeah, he good enough? Can still kick, he can still kick the football without a shadow of a doubt. We're talking about players. I can kick the football. I just can't run after it once I kick it. I can <laughs> you know, kick it really well. We're talking about a player who, you know, He's given us so much delight in, 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 in the past. And to be fair, when he left, we were all sad to see him go, weren't we? We were a bit like, hmm, what's, what's going on here? Why why has he left the football club? And, you know, he, he tried to sort of rebuild his career, West Ham and, and Bournemouth and so on, and it's not quite worked out. Was he not at a third division club in, in Italy uh, playing in Serie C? Shout out to all the Italian football massive. But um, look... It's the fact that he can still play football. It's the fact that he's not injured. Can it's the he? Fact that Do we he, know? Oh, I think he can. You don't, you know, 
We're talking about a player who. Then, then why haven't Sheffield Wednesday picked him up? Like, like, like. I mean, well, if he could still play football, Arsenal wouldn't be the place for him to prove that again. There's, there's there would be a lot of. I mean, West Ham and Bournemouth obviously were places on kind of the way down, if you want to call it that. Yeah. But like, wouldn't there be a stepping stone on the way back up to at least prove that? I mean, he there's, he doesn't seem here to play. There's too many parties involved, you know. Bournemouth might have said, look, we're going to offer you a contract to play. And he might have said, you know what? I'm better than this. You know, or, or you know, I don't want to be here in this area, in this place in my life. He was saying, you know, when he had that interview, was it with Ornstein? And he was sort of mentioning that I want to play football. He seemed to enjoy his time at Bournemouth. I actually saw him play Bournemouth. I went to the Southampton-Bournemouth game uh-huh. uh, when he was on loan to Bournemouth. And, yeah. you know, he won the game. Or he didn't win the game, but... They won the game. He went over to the away supporters. He took his shirt off. He was kissing the badge. Like, I thought he really had a good time there. Part of me thinks that was his big mistake. He went on loan to Bournemouth. Not that Bournemouth is a bad club, but why did he go on loan? Well, I think at some point in that It's weird for a guy with that much experience at a club to then go on. I mean, Arsenal have put some guys on loan that have been, like, played in the first team for four or five years. Normally, it's not that way. Yeah. You know, you put your you put Callum Hudson Odoi on on sure. loan to to give him the experience that he needs to come back and either be sold or make the first team. You put Fuller and Balogun on loan, or you should, yeah. in order to yeah. get them the experience. You don't take you know, like like for us to now put um like Lacazette on loan or funny, yeah, I mean, it would just it would just smack of something's wrong here. I think I think with Wilshire it was a case of he felt like he was you know maybe you know in the interview that he had with Ornstein Unai couldn't guarantee the games that he was after right and that it was an, the ego got the better of him in that situation but at the same time we're thinking hang on a minute we could do with him in the squad couldn't we is he reliable though can we rely on him for thirty games a season and every club I think across the globe has thought well hang on a minute if we put 50,000 a week on him, will we get 38 games? Will we? You know? Well, and, and is there not a pay-as-you-play kind of contract? Because sure you, you don't, is. I mean, Murdersacker and Kozorla in 2017 were, were paid a combined £160,000 a week. One was paid 90, one was paid 70. Mm-hmm. Neither of them played a game in the Premier League season. Murdersacker came back and, frankly, won us the FA Cup that season. Yeah. So, but but like beyond that, we paid them based on their previous performance, and neither one of them ended up really being able to recover from the injuries that they were dealing with. But I I don't know that either one of those signings would have been criticized had they been paid per appearance or something like that. Is that that that's just not something you're going to see in today's game, is it? Maybe not. But you know how happy would fans be if Wilshire did come back? I know this is a set sentiment side of things. But at the same time, depends on how thing how bad things have gotten to to the point where, I mean, Colin, would you, under what circumstance would you be happy seeing Wilshire in the starting lineup for a game like a month from now? Would it be, would it only be acceptable if, you know, we've got Partey at Afcon, we've got Jaka hurt, we've got Mainsley not fit to play a game? Like, would it be as a sixth choice, or would you rather see him than some of the? Like the El Neni and 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 Lakanga and and uh, and the other people that we could have. I mean, where, where what is your stance on him? 
I'd rather not see him in an Arsenal shirt at all. Now, nah, be real with it. Because is, it, is it is it just like we we shouldn't be going no, back? Do, do you know what it's got? It's got nothing to do with Jack, right? If he's training with the club, which again we don't like, we've seen the pictures, right? So you'd have to imagine it is true, like because the the pictures are out there, so you'd kind of assume that it is. You, you don't think you don't think Stuart However, might be photoshopping that shit? I I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked by that. Genuinely, I wouldn't like because <laughs> because Arsenal Twitter do some mad shit, bruv. So he's calling the, 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 the skeptic, yeah? yeah, the Arsenal skeptic, yeah. bruv. Come on, like, he, knows no. the, he knows the gerbil, though. Listen, it's not, that. it's got nothing to do with you know being skeptic and whatnot, like. I just feel like where Arsenal are now, which if to me we we're not we're not competing with the big sides, and I don't want to hear yet because I feel like we've not competed since we moved to the Emirates. That's just my opinion. If you want to. If anyone wants to jump on me for that, fair enough. But that's my opinion. I stand by that. As far as Jack goes, I put it in the same bracket as I put the Oxley Chamberlain links. And I don't know where they came from, but if Oxley Chamberlain came back into Arsenal, I'd be against it just like I'm against Jack because it's a step backwards, right? In some ways, I do feel sorry for Jack. Because I, I still remember when he broke into that first team and he looked absolutely amazing. What he lacked was a Vieira to lead him in the right direction and go, this is how you play football, man. In the same way that... In the same way that Giggs and, like, you know, can... In the same way that some younger players who were brought in to Manchester United had the experience of, like, Roy Keane. Like... For example, when Rio Ferdinand came in from Leeds, it's like, you're not at Leeds anymore. You're at Man United. We do things differently here. And I don't feel Jack ever had that at Arsenal. I just don't. Now, that's not his fault. But at the same time, he's not reliable. Like, because when you look at, when I look at Jack, right, I think probably on the ball, one of the more talented midfielders that Arsenal have had in their ranks since Sesk. Right? Yeah. yeah. But the problem is he's not reliable in the same way that when he played for England, right, the reason why you would never see him start in a tournament is because he's not reliable. Like, you can't, you can't go after, like, five games and say, oh, yeah, yeah, we can rely on Jack. No, you need to see him in a are full you, season. Are you saying you need that's based to, on injuries or based on performance? Based on injuries mostly. Because Fair. you need you need to see him over a full season. Right? If you see him over 38 games and he proves how good he is without getting injured and whatnot, then at that point you can say, Yes, I can rely on Jack. But you can't say that about Jack Wilshire, can you? Because he's always been injured. We may have, if he is 
coming back in to play a part, which I don't think would be the case because if you've only got to look at the clubs like transfer policy this summer to think that that might be a bit skeptical because bringing in Jack would would sort of go against what they've outlaid mm-hmm. yeah. with Edu and whatnot. And if they did, it would have to be a pay per game basis, sort of like what Andy Carroll was at Newcastle. Because if you remember, Andy Carroll was brought back by Newcastle and they put him on a pay per game contract. And part of that was because he wasn't reliable, he'd always get injured. Almost exactly the same as Jack, really. So do I think it'll happen, him playing games on a consistent basis? No. Would I want him there? No. I I, I don't. You don't want him there. You, you don't want him there. No, no. And listen, it's not, it's not against him. It's down to the fact that it would go against what we've outlaid over the summer. Yeah, and, and, and there is that, that whole kind of are you reversing course. There's a lot of uh, nostalgia. And, you know, I, I personally don't agree with any of the three musketeers that are being talked about coming back, whether it's no. Jack. I mean, look, Jack, Jack being involved in the club, great. Jack playing for the club, let's move on. If we're, Ramsey, talk, if we're talking about him being a mentor to the other lads, that's cool. I've got, got no problem. problem with that whatsoever. That's great, right? What's not great is in playing games. And 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 at, and at 29, he might want more than that, in which case he should have more than that. And if training at Arsenal gets him an opportunity somewhere else, but like I don't know. We've seen some strange things happen with guys like all of a sudden being on the pitch where we didn't think they would be on the pitch. Um, but uh, and and thank you, Con. The one thing I know that I can count on from you is that I knew I could get up, take a piss, and come back, and you would still be talking. So so I hate you. Okay, I I would I, mean, I would not normally leave someone who I'd met four hours ago in charge of the Gooners podcast. At the reins, but I just no. I, I didn't figure he would have to do much because I knew that you would still be talking when I came back. But well, no, no, it's not that, bro. It's that you know, Peter I put the question forth to me further, and I was like, it. okay, I just I want to give him like a logical reason as to why. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not just gonna say no, Jack shouldn't be involved in the club because it's a step backwards. There's more to it than that. Like, it's a case of the lack of reliability because you can't say with a straight face that Jack Wilshire is reliable. No one can. Because but what, said, but what, you, what you can say is he loves the football club. Yeah, and, that, and, I, and I, way, I would never question. I'd if, there's never a way, if, if there's a way we can, and, and not monetize isn't the right word, but if there's a way we can um, to, to maximize his love for the club without causing a disruption in this process that we're trying to move through um, and, and, you know, and have it start to become, you know, are we really moving forward or are we giving favor to people who are fan favorites? Like we, we just, we need to be 
in one direction, and I don't mean that from a boy band perspective. <laughs> we need to be, you know, oh, no. we need to, we need to have all ninety eight degrees. Yeah, we have to have ninety eight degrees, and we have backstreet boys have to be back, and we have to start moving forward in that direction. So, thank you. Oh, that, that's the first time anyone, other than in in four three hundred episodes, the first time someone's rang the bell other than me, and it was very appropriate. It was, yeah. You tell you you're you're a tapping merchant. Uh, but um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think we need that. But so the one last thing that we're going to talk about, we're at an hour now, and and I want to thank those of you who are in the chat. Um, you know, it's a, again, it's a it's a late podcast, it's a small podcast. That's who we are: Loki, Dublin Gooner, Daniel Robert, Danny, of course, always Danny, uh, John Dublin Gooner, uh, David Ziegler, um, James Johnstone, who might have fallen asleep by now, but uh, but he was here earlier. Even um, uh, this is a, yeah Arnie Arneson, which is like Mikey Mikeson uh, from Iceland. Uh, that's a new name. We love you have, having you in here, and of course Taib from New York City. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. The last topic is it, it's somewhat of a controversial one, um, but strong feelings about a certain uh, midfielder for us that that seems to play very well for 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 Switzerland and not so much for us. So. So, yes, uh, we're going to talk about Granite Xhaka. Now, I've been outspoken, before I go to you, Peter, I've been outspoken that I don't criticize his play. I criticize his personality. I, I don't like the guy. I really don't much why? care for him. And I'll, I'll tell you, well, one reason why I, I think we have to go to the video, because he, he's, he almost, he, he almost uh, to put it in wrestling uh, phrases, he almost uh, stomped a mud hole. Uh, on my ass um, because of this. I just wonder whether I'll ask you just a little bit about leadership and, and captaincy. Obviously, Lauren's not here at the moment. It felt as if last season you really took on a lot of responsibility as a leader within the team. Did, did you enjoy that? And I guess you know, if, it comes, if it comes to it, would, would you welcome the opportunity to wear the armband either on a long term or short term basis? It's not my first time. I was a captain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on with that fucking comb over? I mean, that that's bad enough. That, that I wasn't an intentional mm. comb over, but I like that was the video that got me to, to shave my head, man. Did you see? I mean, it's it's quick. You might have missed it, but did you see how he looked at me? He wanted me dead. I saw it. He wanted me dead. He wanted me dead, and he knew people that could make me dead, and and I went into hiding for two years after that. So, all right. So that's one reason. The other might be that he told the entire fan base essentially in a symbolic gesture to go fuck off. Now, I don't know your opinion on this yet. I I wanted to make sure it was okay to chat about it, but like, he had faced some significant abuse. Absolutely just awful, like inexcusable abuse on social media from a small but very vocal handful of people leading up to that. But so without me like continuing to d just drag on about it, yeah. what was your view about that palace incident? And like, like I mean, did, did you feel as hurt by it as a lot of people did? Or, and do you think I'm being a little bit sensitive about it? Do you know what? I was in both minds because number one, you know, of course, 
the way you felt, a lot of if you're an Arsenal fan, it makes sense. It makes sense the way that you felt in terms of being hurt, feeling like, what's he doing to our football club? You know, that sort of thing. At the same time, I did think this is a player who has been given, he's been hit with a bad stick for a long time, hasn't he? Let's be fair. And this is a player who, if it was Khan, Khan wants to weigh in by saying he's earned that bad stick, but 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 go ahead. <laughs> I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll let Peter talk, man. Go on. I saw the mouth moving, but the... <laughs> I'll never I'll never forget a line that you know Fazidis once used because you're never as good as you think you are, you're never as bad as you think you are. And I think with with um with Jacker, I felt like yes, there's some criticism that you could say is justified, but there was also some criticism that I think was just too far. You mentioned the the comments and things like that. I mean, there's no, there's no place for that. There all. is no place in for life, that. not just you football. Know. But um, I was there when it happened, and I felt like he he was he was walking off the pitch. He was getting off. You know, he, he had been sent off and whatever else. He was walking really slow for a game we needed a goal. It was sixty minutes. You know, it was the sixtieth minute I, I around think, that time. I think that's why he got the jeers, though. I mean, yes, people yeah. clapped. People clapped when the when when the number came up. Yes, yeah, it was a small minority of people. As he continued to slow roll that walk off in a game where we were underperforming, I think that 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 specifically led to the growth of the dis, the, the disruption, which then led to his reaction. Like, I don't think it was, I don't think it was A happened and then and then B happened. I think it was it was a it was an interactive situation. That he contributed to, yeah. Uh, if we were losing, I'd, I'd understand that point. Look, being level at home against Palace is losing. It was two. It two, should be. Anyway. No, no. It was two two with thirty minutes to play. <laughs> you know, that's the way I saw it. With twenty five minutes to play. Let's say, and, 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 but say. we and we had given up a two goal lead that we had yeah. the first ten minutes yeah. of the game, and he wasn't. Right. I mean, I mean, he wasn't great necessarily in that game, but. I think everybody's frustration was, where can we pin it to? And when that situation, when that substitution happened, and he got the the, the crowd cheered when he got subbed, and I felt like some of them did. Yeah, well, sorry. Let me. Well, say well you were yeah. there. No, well, let me say, I'm no, on no, television. No, 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 you, no. You're right. Some, some cheered. Not everybody. And you're going to hear that, even but, if it's ten percent of the crowd. I don't want to say poor guy because you know this is a player who plays for the Arsenal. He gets paid whatever X amount a week to play for us, but. He's a human being, you know, and I've not necessarily had personal interaction with him, but I've seen him a few times. I've met him a few times. He's a normal guy. He's a no- he's From all a- I've heard, I mean, that, you know, he's, 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 a- he's, he's, I mean, he's not an ass. And, you- and, and everyone professionally that's ever been around him, whether a, whether a manager of, at club or country level or a teammate, speaks very highly of him. If you're it's a- only supporters that seem to think this, but like, you know, if you've had a bad game, if you've had a bad podcast, and they say, you know, we're going to switch you over for 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 Owen, right? We're not expecting cheers. Okay, we, for us, it's banner, whatever. But it wasn't banner that night, you know. And I, and I personally think, just, just this is just me personally, Peter speaking personally. I think that just respect the guy. You're an Arsenal fan. It means you support him because he plays for the shirt. He plays for the team. And at the end of the day, you might not think he's great. Guess what? Even in the invincible season, there were some players in there that were not great. But you did not give a damn because, A, we were winning. But, B, 
you know, social media isn't isn't what it was, you know, back then. It didn't even exist. But I just genuinely think that we went too far. We just went too far. You've gone too far, and it's suggesting that I might have done a bad podcast at one point. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, well, all right. So, <laughs> it's, it's the we, and, and Colin, I'm coming to you in a second. It, it's the uh, we, you know, the, the, the fan base that day was not homogenous. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, there's the loud, there's the loud minority and then the silent majority. And then there's the actions that he took, which can only be taken as, like general, like like when you throw your shirt to the ground and you toss the the the, the thing away, you have to know that people are going to make a big. De- yeah, I, I'm a snowflake that I was hurt by that. Sorry, but like you have to know that that's going to be taken that way. And I think, you mm-hmm. know, as a footballer who also uses social media to your advantage mm. when it's convenient mm. and when it's possible mm. you you have to be able to have a thicker skin than that and and I, I hate that because i don't like being trolled i wouldn't enjoy that i would probably lash out but yeah. i'm i'm on a small infinitesimal scale compared to 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 the notoriety that those players have and i just felt like the abuse he got was was from a, a, a vocal minority but the action that he took essentially spit in the face of everybody and 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 that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. And I would get why you might not feel that way. No. Sorry. I, I would say that you know he had it, it, this. This was building, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it, it kind of was. Yeah. Fa- fans were not. And he had a brand him. new baby, which means he might not have slept. I'm I'm serious. Like no. I'm I'm sympathizing with what him because I've been through like, that situation. You're saying he's human. There were so many things. I think the the season he joined, we thought brilliant. We have solved our you know defensive midfield situation. We've finally got somebody who can. Whatever, and he wasn't the president we thought we got. You know, it is yeah. what it is. But I'm not being funny. This season, but there's a lot of players that we, a lot of our favorites, haven't performed well this season. Yeah. But I've heard nothing about them. Yeah. I've heard, oh, I've heard well, nothing. He's, he's he's a lightning run. He's a you lightning know, run. I'm not going to say, oh, people hate him because he's Chris. No, nothing, nothing of the sort. They're just they 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 don't like him because he's not the package we thought we were getting, and. And that's not necessarily his fault. No. Now, now I will say that my my dislike for him goes well beyond just that day. But Colin, sure. let's bring you into sure. this. Um, how much do you dislike it? <laughs> all right. Yeah. First no, of I, all, first I don't, of all, I don't, I don't dislike Granite Jacket as a person. I don't. Right, and I'll never condone abuse of any kind. However, <laughs> there is a way to conduct yourself. All right, I agree. If I was in Stan Kroenke's position at that point, he would have been put on the transfer list the next day. He would have. He would have been sold in January, and that would be the end of it. But the problem with him, and it's not just the shirt-throwing thing and telling the fans to fuck off, right? He actually did something quite appalling this summer as well, if you remember, because he was twerking for Roma in the summer saying how nice it is in Rome and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, fans are going to remember that. Fans are going to remember that. I, w- I wish I could rename the podcast tonight twerking for Roma. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get like, we'll get, we'll get Sebi, my, my buddy Sebi to, to do some sort of Photoshop oh, no. of, um, <laughs> Of Jaka and and, um, and Mourinho, like with their asses. You know, <laughs> up. But, 
I'm Sorry. already I'm already regretting using that terminology. Already. <laughs> Colin twerking for Roma, whatever your surname is. Guna. Yeah. Oh my god. Fuck yeah. All right, so look, right. The thing, the thing with Jacko, right, is that look, I get he can't help the fact that he's not a defensive midfielder. I pretty, I think pretty much everyone who had a brain knew that when we bought him, that he wasn't, a, he, he wasn't a DM. He was essentially what Perlo was for Juventus in his latter years. That is what he was, right? And and anyone with a brain would have known that. But this guy has made the most mistakes in an Arsenal shirt, more so than any other player that I can recall in recent times. And his attitude is appalling. It is. The shirt throwing thing, like that, that, that just doesn't, you don't do that if you're an Arsenal player. You don't. Like, that shouldn't no, be no, something no, that an Arsenal player should do, all right? And also, also, on the supposed apology, right? Mm. Now, that to me was forced. It was. It was forced, right? I looked, I looked once at that Instagram post, and I just thought, you know what? It was, a, non, it was a non-apology. You just don't even you don't mean that, do you? It was like, a non, it was a non-apology. It was it was, it was an, it was an I'm sorry if you were offended by my actions, which is a non-apology. Exactly. It's not, right. it's not I feel badly for what I did, it's I'm sorry if you were offended. And that and, and also that was, also, Mike, what he did was he used a separate issue to deflect away from his performances. And in that sense, he was acting like a boy, not a man. A man would have fronted it and gone. Listen, I've, I'm sorry for what I did, and you know I'm not. I've not been up to standard. That's what a man would have done. And what a child wants is to flecked away, and ultimately, that time was systemic of Emery, right? Because let's let's not walk away from the fact that. Unai Emery was the guy that stood by this guy consistently, even during that time. And Jaka made it impossible for Unai Emery to pick him because if he did, there would be a huge backlash. The second he walked on the pitch after the Palace game, there would have been boos ringing out throughout that stadium and everyone knew, knows that. Everybody. But did he strip the captaincy from him on that day? Did I think he, he did. Yeah, and if he did, if he if he Not didn't right do that, if he didn't do that, then there would be outcry, like proper vile stuff as well. Well, and 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 I don't and I don't want to pile on, and and I certainly don't want to put you in a position where you're you're you know because mm. because again I know you work for the club and 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 I I and and I I trust your genuineness with what you say yeah. as your beliefs but that 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 was disturbing to me what was worse was 
like just the little things when, when he comes back, he tends to have his best games after a suspension. We yeah. saw it against, uh, uh, frankly, we saw it against Spurs, Spurs. until he got hurt. Like, like no one wants to Arsenal fans, Mike, right? They'll, they'll do, we, they'll do this consistently where a player does just acts unprofessional beyond all belief. And then because of a few good games, they'll just forget the incident ever happened. Well, Jack well, is forever or, in the doghouse with me. He's forever in the doghouse. Yeah, or an out of favor player will do one small thing that they think they should not end up having to be punished for, and you never see them again. Like, well, you know, like 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 you know, shortly after Pepe yeah. had that red card in the Europa League or or something like that. But but the thing about Jaka for me, and this is my last word on Jaka, it isn't that he did what he did or he said what he said. Or he acted how he acted. It's 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 it is a true lack of remorse, and on a personal level, he shouldn't have to show remorse. On a figurehead level, you absolutely have to. And and when he came back and played well, few games after that game, he came back and scored a cracking free kick mm-hmm. and scored a goal. And his first reaction after that was to just basically talk shit about people who doubted him. I, I, honestly, in the post-game interview, like, like mm. I know what my qualities are. People doubt me. He made himself out to be the victim again and was like, this is what I do. And, and, and this stuff, it was funny the first time when he scores uh, for, for, for Switzerland in, in the Euros, in the game that he wasn't suspended for, um, he, I mean, he had a great Euro. Yeah. He led that team. He scores. He goes into the camera. And starts doing this shit. Like, like just I'm asking a lot of somebody to, to just This is what I mean, Mike. He's acting like a boy, not a man. That's what is I mean. That, is that is that not is that okay? The people who were furious about what he did against Palace, do you think he's talking about them? Or do you think he's talking about those that constantly forget Palace? I think he he, he was acting out at a small group of people, but he was doing it in a group in a in a setting that essentially was the entire club. You don't throw your shirt down on the Emirates pitch. No, so, but but besides that, even you know, as you're talking about his Euros, as you're talking about the fact he does all this, you know. And, oh yeah, you know, well he, he like he I, has to be the he has to be the victim. He has to be motivated by by the haters and 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 uh, grow up. I think we're talking about you know personally. I think he gets unfairly judged. I think Fair. there's a part of you know everybody. I think has you know credence and there is there is reasoning for criticism of. Of Xhaka, but at the same time, I do think it goes too far. Where well, everything goes too far, and the question is how how much do you remember? How Alex much Song? you let it affect you? Do you remember you? Alex Song? Uh, yeah, he never got anything near that. But let me tell you something right now: that is a defensive midfielder that never played in defensive midfield, right? But he got nowhere near the criticism. Say Granite gets now before the Palace situation, by the way, because Granite was it was a case of the kettle was boiling, wasn't it? And when Palace happened, it, it blew the top. And off. that happens sometimes. Like, like you can't yeah. legislate for that. You it's, can't say that this is a predictable situation. That, that was not a predictable situation. The angle wasn't about. And maybe Palace. you and I, Emery, really didn't do him any favors by pulling him out of the game at that point. Yeah. I mean, that you know, how you react as well is it's how you react. Like, for it, when you're when you're well, the way, you're I, being the way I look at things, right? The way I look at things, I would simply go, look, okay, it's a small minority. And at the t- at the time, it, 
it pretty much was. It was a small minority of people. But the thing with that is, as soon as you give these people the presence or the attention that they look for, that voice only gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Granite Jack. We, we now know that we can get to him. And I don't mean we as in, because yeah. I, my goal is not to get to him. <laughs> Trust me. No. But like anyone who wants to get to him understands now that their efforts pay off. Yeah. Because he, he has, because he he has the mentality of a little boy, Mike. That is exactly what he has, right? And the thing it's, about it is, Right, you can associate this with any walk of life, right? The second you give the minority the motivation that you do have a weak minded mentality, your bad acts are effective, exactly because then they'll do it more. If you react, that's they'll just keep on piling on and piling on and piling on, piling on until you crack. Now, I'm not justifying those people putting all that abuse onto him. Like, that's that's well, disgraceful in my book. However, he should have the mindset to go, I shouldn't react to this. Part, part, of, being, part of being, I think, a and, and tell me how you, mm. whether you agree with this or not, part of being in today's public eye, whether you're Granite Xhaka, whether you're... Um, Robbie Lyle, whether you are Kim Kardashian, Granite Xhaka, did I say him twice? No. Uh, whether or 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 anybody else is is troops. Whatever. You either you either do your thing and care about what people say about you, or you don't. And 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 the best you have to be, you have to be drilled in in in, in, in I, part of being a public, part of being an athlete now is dealing with social media abuse it shouldn't be i wish it wasn't it wasn't in 1985 it wasn't even in 2002 but it is now and 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 a lot of these athletes do use social media to their advantage so you also then have to expect them to to understand the way that it works in reverse so it's like you know i i just I felt awful for the abuse that he that he incurred, but I almost think that the public figure has to be in a position to understand that they have to their job is to ignore and and to do it. And when you start letting it bleed into your professional performance, you know, if if uh, if I start letting silly things about this podcast bleed into my day job, which I which supports my family. Um, you know, then I'm then I'm the, I'm the idiot, not not the people who are telling me that I'm fat and ugly. You know, I know <laughs> I am. I don't need to let that affect my day Honestly, job. Mike, yeah, if I was all those emails about bro, if I was a coach to Arsenal, right? Do you know what I'd be telling these players? And this is not a knock on on the fan base at all. Shut your Twitter accounts. I'd be telling them to just ignore what the fans have to say, block it out. Because, unfortunately, there's a section in this fan base, right, that will get onto you regardless. And I'm not saying block out the ones that are sending energy, but just block out, like, the constant stream of negativity. Like, for instance, just even if you, like, just want to break from social media and whatnot, just take Twitter off your phone. Like, you don't have to, like, deactivate your account and whatnot. 
But, you know, just delete it from your phone. You can always reinstall it. Like, just ignore it. Don't Colin, any he, he, he ignored it for three seasons. Here's the problem. Let's be fair. Xhaka, from minute one, he walked in that door and we realised he wasn't the package we thought he was. He got criticism game one. Remember his debut? Well, he got a yellow, he got a red card on his debut or something. He dominated he against Liverpool, Liverpool when, when Liverpool absolutely schooled us in that second half. Uh, we, we ended up leaving the game for free, but they absolutely oh, schooled yeah, us. Right. It was 4-1 in like, I don't know, 67 minutes or something like that. He, he's been going through it since then. And my argument is not that we can't criticise his performances, but what I'm saying is he had... Palace at home was bottled all, all of the, you know, all of the criticism, all of the abuse, all of the aggression. It just, it blew, the top blew off when everybody cheered him off. But not necessarily just for the day itself, but since his debut up until, you know, 2016, up until 20, what was it, 19? 2019, right? He got subbed and it was like, screw this, because he's a human being. So is it not best that he just move on then? I mean, but that's a different conversation. I well, guess. because it's one thing to hear what the fans have to say. It's another thing to hear what your employees have to say. Because Wenger played him every game. Emery played him every game. Jungblad played him every game. And Arteta plays him every game. And and so and doesn't tick without him. No. And Arteta's probably said... And dude, I need you here. Do not go to Roma. I freaking need you here. Okay, he had the best performance against um, against Spurs that we've probably seen in a long time. But no praise was made about him. But as soon as he makes the wrong tackle against Southampton or Palace or Villa or Leeds, we're going to be talking about him yet again. Well, let's just keep the same energy. Is what I'm saying. Other players this season haven't played well, and guess what? We're not saying a word about them. Well, and I, and I think that's kind of the nature of of football at this point. And mm-hmm. to me, I think the solution, sad as it is, is to say let's stop blaming and let's just move on. I think you know let's support these players. Well, well, that and and well, okay, let me, that's that's a that's a very good point. That's the better solution. <laughs> that's our team. I would say let's just move on and 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 if if something's broken between the fan base and the players move the player on. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, and if it's not going to happen, forget, you know, whatever happened with Roma. Club, that's what's broken. Like, well, Roma lowballed us, though. I, I, well, yes, they did. And, 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 we, and we finally made the stand that we should, which is that we're not going to give our players away for, for, for peanuts. Unfortunately, then we go and offer him a, a, an extension to his contract. But, like, you know, Whatever it is, let, let's support him when he's wearing the shirt, and I will always support him when he's wearing the shirt. Do I think he should start a particular game? I'd rather not. Do I like him as a well, person? Even, even after the Spurs, you wouldn't start in the next game. I I don't like the guy. Okay. I don't really want to see him play for Arsenal. It, it, it's like my mom used to tell me when I was acting like a complete douchebag. <laughs> She's like, I love you. I will always love you, but I don't like you right now. Like I don't like Granite Xhaka. He's Why? the only Arsenal play. Well, I kind of explained, you know, the reason. I, I think I think he as in why wouldn't you start him tomorrow oh. over what we've got? Why wouldn't you start? Well, first him? of all, we don't have a game tomorrow. No, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm stressing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I'm such a dick. No, um, 
I do, because because I don't trust my own instincts when it comes to tactics. Sure. I said this from the first show we did, and now we've done 315 or 320 of them. I said, don't come to me for like, like tactical knowledgeable analysis. tactical. I don't have a noose. I don't have nouse. I don't have noose. I don't have nouse. I don't have any of that. <laughs> noose. Um, what the hell is noose? I, noose. I, I, the I did have a noose. I might have a noose soon. Yeah. No. Um. No. no but but no. like, I'm just I just react to what I'm feeling, and mm. and 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 I think I, I don't. I I've felt about Arsenal players who left us very negatively. I I mean Nasri, Adebayor, RVP, mm. even Sesk. You know, like 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 I. Like they're dead to me. Mm. Rarely have I ever felt a, about a player who plays for us and still plays for us, and frankly has devoted and and given himself a lot to us mm. as negatively as I have about Brandon Xhaka. And I just I, I just don't feel like I like the guy. And maybe I'm being stubborn, but it isn't tactical. I've heard people talk about you know all he does is pass backwards and this statistic and that statistic, and he's awful and he turns the ball over. And then I've also seen the arguments on the other direction that like, look how we played against Spurs. This is what we were missing against Brighton, you know, and those are all valid comments. You can feel that way. You can be right. You can be proven right with statistics or with anecdotal evidence or with opinion, because we can't prove what we don't see. Mm. So if he's not there for Brighton, we can only, surmise that he would have helped the game or hurt the game. We don't know. So you can always be right when you don't know. But I just don't like the guy. So I would rather see him moved on. I would have rather, you know, he would have been perfect to play with, with Mourinho as far as I'm concerned. You think? Uh, Not that, you know, not that I want to see Arsenal taken advantage of in the transfer market, but like move him on. Uh, we, We need to get this core of players that the fans the players shouldn't be chosen by the fans, mm. but they should be universally loved by the fans. Yeah. I would like to think. And 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 did you love every player in the Invincible season? I I, I wasn't watching the Invincible season, oh, and, okay. I, and I've got a record as that. You know what? I fair enough. Um, fair enough. You know, I I want to love the players that that play for the Arsenal, yeah. and and maybe I'm short sighted, and and I'm probably am by being this idealistic about like. I mean, I loved Kazorla and I loved Rosicki and I loved all these, you know, I loved Alice Oslade Chamberlain, but he wasn't good enough. But like, I, I just don't want to not like a, a personality. Sure. And and to me, that's what Jaka is. And and if I'm the least negative person probably in the entirety of Arsenal podcasting, <laughs> other than Ty from AFTV, who like, you are no. You know, no one beats him. No, no, I mean, Uncle Ty, he's, no one beats him. He's not, he's not, not negative. He is not, not toxically positive, but he's like just positive to a to a degree that like takes work. We don't understand it. No, that's what it is. I would like. I, I'm positive only because I just don't want to be negative. I just don't want to hate. I don't. I I don't want to be upset. I I need. I need to be able to look forward to something. I need to be happy about it, and that's my whole view. But I don't like Granite Jaka, and I would be happier, talent or not. If we brought somebody else in, and and that's just the way I feel, and and but would I would I would I go on social media and abuse him? Would I boo him in the Emirates for something? <laughs> no, no, I'll I wouldn't. I literally was scared. I thought, bloody hell, would you boo? Him? I wouldn't boo any Arsenal player in the Emirates. No, because that's the thing. I see Xhaka I mean, as that's, a, that's I wrong. see I see AFC 
before I see Granite Xhaka. Does that make sense? It doesn't matter who. We've had Stepanovs. We've had Seagan. We've had Almunia. We've had... Oh, the list could go on. Oh, Gallus. AFC players. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? And I, and I know if they've left, you know, whatever. You know, RVP, sure, whatever. But when they were wearing the badge, flipping out, I hope you scored tonight. Bloody, I hope you get an assist. I hope you get a clean sheet. I hope... Oh, and and you know. and and again, I I love the player when he's got the shirt on. And the thing with with Granit Xhaka, as I've always said, is as long as you wear the shirt and you don't throw it on the ground, I love you. Yeah. But when you throw it on the ground, I doubt you. And I, and, you know, so but, yeah, he's a human being. That is he's, the hard part he, to remember. It's the hard part to accept. You know, you could be playing for Arsenal one day, right? Oh yeah, that that's likely to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm and, on the verges of the first team. And I'm, me, I'm breaking me, in. me and Colin and Loki and Joe and whoever else, right? Dublin Gooner, we will be giving you grief week in, week out. Well, because why would Arsenal like sign why, why? Why? What, 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 why, why would they come out for me? <laughs> Bro, like, nah. Everyone, what's going on here? You know, every, you know, we could be giving you grief for three years straight, and you would throw that shirt down, and we'd be like, oh my God, how dare you! And, and we're right to say, how dare you? But at the same time, we'll realize, bloody hell, man, Mike's had a tough three years. You yeah. know, he's been getting abused right, every man. single season. And and this is why this is why I love these conversations because you know what? There's, there's 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 no right or wrong about it. Sure. And 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 Peter Peter, who works for the club, has just sat here and listened to me talk about a personal animus against somebody who he more than likely knows and experiences. On a much more regular basis than I do, not you know, not that you see him every day and no. have these conversations. I understand <laughs> that, but like, and and uh, and and he's respectful to to my opinion, and, and I am to his as well. And Colin, you you uh, you're, you're in that as well. And 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 I think we pretty much can sum this up with um, with yeah, anyone who considers me for Arsenal. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> ブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブ
as co-host. And I don't, I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment here. Where yes. you go? Where you go? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yeah, he he uh, he was unable to make it tonight due to due to work uh, work situation. So so it was nice having you ride alongside us tonight. Peter, man, uh, it's it's been a pleasure to meet you. I've, I've enjoyed our conversation before, no. during, and soon to come after the podcast. Um, but uh, listen very carefully to the music that is played on Monday. Yeah, um, it's gonna be there's gonna be uh, James Taylor. We do Billy Joel, <laughs> and, um, and 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 there's gonna be klezmer music for those of you who know what that. Is. Okay, and we're gonna have Hava Nagila. All right. I'm gonna work on this guy, and we're gonna see what happens. But Colin, anything you want to uh, you put out there to the world, to the world of eleven people? Uh, I mean, if you want, if you want to, like, I mean, I've had to, I've had some very heated comments in my comments box of my channel this evening. So yeah, it got heated for a minute. But if you want to head over to my channel, you can. It is what it is. I'm not going to be around the bush. And like Mike, I have a strong distaste for Granite Jacka. So if you find that amusing, you can always just honor it and if stuff. If you find that amusing. <laughs> if you find my hatred for another human being amusing, not please even, follow me. Not even if you agree. If you just find it amusing, please. Yeah. Come over. Yeah. It's all, it's all banter, man. But you know, and I could just start hitting him, and if that would, if, if people would find that. <laughs> but listen, like, like Mike thought. I, the thing about it is, right, with me, there's there's certain there's certain teams you grow up liking, right? And to me, liking a team is a big deal, right? It, you know, seem like a big deal to the neutral, but it is right because, for instance. I grew up loving that Invincibles team, and not because we were winning, not because we were winning stuff, because of the individuals that were associated with that team. I liked the All One team because we had individuals in there that you could genuinely like, even though they were bastards on the pitch. They were genuinely nice individuals. With this team, outside of the back five and Partey and a few of the others, right? I genuinely hate this team, and I don't mean as personally. Let's not finish I, off on that. No, 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 no. This is where we like come together. Get I don't behind the team. I don't want to finish the club with that. I don't want to finish <laughs> the pod with with hearing that. No, 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 no. I'm, no, put my, that in context. I'm, I'm making a valid point, right? And I'm going to end it on a positive note, right? Two years ago, right? I hated that team. Hated it, right? But now, 18 months later, I don't hate them as much because of the new signings that we brought in. Right? As much. So Does that mean much. you still hate them? No. I, hate them I, don't, bro, I don't hate the back five. I just told you I don't hate the back five. I actually like them more. Uh, Colin, you're, you're ruining it, man. I love you, man. <laughs> well, you hate the front six. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Look, look, Mostly, yeah. Should we just like talk about the people that you hate now, or should we... look, look? You know what? I'm going to stop you right there because yeah, go 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 <laughs> because 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 I know. I, I know I know what you mean, but I don't think you want to be saying what you mean. And let's not end this on a on a negative note. I don't um, know. I think I do want to say what I mean. I've done a okay, very well, good job. Okay, 
maybe so, but then, but I don't want you to say what you mean. So, uh, and I have the buttons. And I don't want you to say what you mean. Bloody hell! Like, All right. let's let's say the like. If you say I hate Roman Reigns, then then we're fine. But let's not do that about the other. Whoa, Hank. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't say that. The tribal chief. I don't have to acknowledge anyone that I don't oh, want to acknowledge. Oh, All right. oh. We're going to do it. We're going to do another podcast about this. All right. So this has been the Gooners podcast. Thanks for joining us for a hundred minutes. Um, stay on for two more minutes because it's the last three weeks of Gooners versus Cancer. And I have some people that really want you to help. So please go to GoonersVCancer.com and stick around and watch the end of this. Colin, thanks for joining us. Peter, you'll be on with us again, I hope. Uh, And uh, looking forward to the next few weeks of spending time in London with you. And come on, you Gooners. Hey, Gooners. This is Alan Smith. This is Kevin Campbell. Lee Dixon. It's Colin Lewin. It's Gary Lewin. Charles Watts. Stan Potts. James Benj. Stanley. Tom from the Gooner Talk here. Ryan Ocross. Simon Collins. You may know me from the Evening Standard. You may know me from my time at Arsenal. You may know me from Arsenal or even the Hybrid Squad. My bird cat one's land. Being that physio set on the bench next to Arsenal with my rubber gloves on. The former Arsenal physio. The Emirates press box from writing, from Twitter. From goal.com, from Twitter, from YouTube. Football is the beautiful game and it brings us all together. Sometimes there are things even more important than wins and losses. And yes, even transfers. Every 30 seconds, someone in this world gets diagnosed with blood cancer. The Leukaemia and Lymphoma Society works towards curing blood cancers. And provides support to families currently dealing with these diseases. Gunas vs Cancer was started in 2017. By a lifelong Gunas who lost his father to leukemia way too young. Over the last five years, Gunas v Cancer has raised over $50,000 for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And we need your help to match that in 2021. Every donation helps. Every donation helps. Every donation helps. Every donation helps. No matter the size. And every donation enters you into the Guna raffle. We have a great chance to win amazing Arsenal prizes, including game tickets, stadium tours, signed men and women's shirts. And maybe a retro signed shirt by yours truly, Lee Dixon. Me, yours truly. Yours truly, Supercap So much more. It's easy to take part. Just go to www.gunasvcancer.com and donate directly to the charity. Pick the raffle prizes you want to enter to win and wait for the drawings at the end of the campaign. Again, that's www.gunasvcancer.com. We all know that victory grows out of harmony. Victory grows out of harmony. Victory grows out of harmony. With your help, we'll be victorious against blood cancer once and for all. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. Thanks for your support.